Welcome back to Cole America. I'm Chris Coleman, back here again today. Go over a few things in the sports world, talk about a few things. We're going to jump right into it here. I want to start out the Euro Cup, women's, women's Euro Cup final was yesterday. England defeated Germany 2-1 in overtime. Uh, that's the first time England has won a major tournament in soccer since 1966 when the men won the World Cup. They always sing, it's coming home, it's coming home. They take credit for inventing the game and all that. And uh, it's the first time they, they, they've won a major tournament. So there you go. Um, mm. It was a good match. It was, it was uh, entertaining. A lot of chances for both teams. I'm sure the Germans feel like they looked out on the table. But England finally gets it done. And... Uh, no, so they won one. We'll see if that's what could happen now this coming uh, fall, winter, winter in November with the actual World Cup, men's World Cup coming up. Maybe maybe England's country can find some momentum. By the way, that was played in Wembley <laughs> in London in England. So slight home field advantage there. <laughs> anyway, let's jump, I just wanted to touch on that from the jump. Let's jump over real quick. T-Town Dark League Week 1 was last week. Alright. I'm going to give you the current table. The current standings. We're going to start out there. The Yellowhammers of Gobletz. That The third year team sitting on top of the table with 11 points. They, they won 11 out of the 12 possible points last week. So they're up there on top. Third Dark Magic doesn't miss a beat uh, after after I, I left. They just kept right on rolling. I uh, didn't have Scotty Mack last week either. It was Keon Navarro, Seth and George. Uh, that's a good team. Um, they picked up nine points on the road down at Wheelhouse uh, against all odds. The team that had to get Nine, ten points on the last week of last season to get into the playoffs, and be they ended up being the seventh seed in the playoffs. Uh, they they obviously don't want to have to go through that battle again. They picked up nine points in uh in week one. Short shafts and sticky tips. Mallory and them uh, added Andrew Rutherford in the all season. They get eight points. They didn't play that game until Sunday, but they got eight sitting there. Elena's Long Shafts, the two-time defending champions. They, now, they had a tough one. <laughs> they hosted the Dortmund Cometh. They got seven points. Um, Bad Darts Boy Beer. They came into Unique and beat our, beat my team, our team, seven to five. Darts United. That's us. That's our team. We got five points. Um... Obviously, I'm not happy with it. I'm not happy with losing ever. But I'm not overly disappointed in my team. Uh, I'm disappointed in myself. We lost all four of our singles games in that. Bad Dogs got us in each one of them in the singles matchup. We still managed to pick up five points. Uh, we'll, we'll see if we can't be better and get it figured out a little bit more as, as uh, the season moves forward. The Dartman cometh. You know, they went through all of last season and didn't lose a match, but then they lost in the playoffs over to us at Red Shed when I was with Dark Magic. They uh, 
They fall in week one at Hoppers, seven to five. That team's going to be good, though. You got, you know, they will be. The Hounds Truth with Sam Willingham's team. They uh, went down to Top Shelf on Sunday, played short shafts with Sticky Tips. Never, never easy to do that. And they fell, but they got four points out of it. The Dirty SOBs, a perennial power, always in the top four, uh, usually up there. They only got three points last week off of uh, Dark Cometh. But. Look out for them. You got Winter Boost, the another team out of Unique. Uh, that's Marvin and Sides and uh, Tui and them. They they picked up three points. They're sitting there and four and a half being out of Redshed, Shane, Wee Man, Smiley. They didn't have Cole last week. They didn't have Cole. RG got their one uh, their one point that they have right now, but uh, they'll look to rebound this week as well. Let's take a look at the MVP standings real quick. How about that, huh? The player of the week sitting on top of the table, MVP, Nick Chachesta from Glorybound, 7.25 QPA. There you go. Brad was a 7.2 right behind him. Uh, and even though their team lost, he, uh, he hit some stuff. Uh, Seth. Uh, Seth was a 7.13. Uh, for third dark magic, you know Seth's gonna be up there. Yet Steven from uh, Hoppers, Elena's little shafts with six point six. Eddie from Elena's little shafts with six point three eight. That's your. Uh, those are both the guys who win the All Stars, the All Star tournament, like the last two seasons. So, a couple of pretty good ones up there. Meat that we all know about. Meat uh, five point six three. Tui, uh, 5.56 in their loss. Uh, then I was there with a 5.44 in our loss. I really didn't find it till later in the night. Uh, the pro shoot stuff. Um, Hunger, Ubitus was 5.43. That dude dropped like five low tons in his singles game. Uh, he was hitting it. Um, Sam Willingham, uh, yesterday at 5.38. And I could go all the way down the list, but I'm going to stop right there because that's enough. But we had some, uh, yeah, it, uh, I was I was happy for Nick. I felt like, man, you know, last year he threw so well in the uh, playoffs and everything for their team. And he's, he's kept it right on the golden. You know, stay hot. Stay hot, Nick. Stay hot. He's on the heater. Um, let's jump over here and look at the matchups for tomorrow. As today is Monday. Uh, so, you know, I will be doing another podcast tomorrow, but uh, that will be on a college football and NFL preview. I got a guest joining me in the morning, so it should be good. Uh, but no, week two of T-Town Dartley. Short chest and sticky tips. They travel down here. They just played on Sunday because they pushed their game back. They'll have a short turnaround. They get today off, and then they get to come down here to uh, Unique and play our team, uh, Darts United. We'll be the only two teams in the building this time, so uh, no excuses. Let's see how that goes. Then you've got Winner Boost out of Unique will travel two hoppers to play Elena's Long Shafts against all odds out of Unique. 
will travel to the red shed to play four and a half men. The Dartman cometh. Travel to Galette's. Oh, those young kids from Galette's riding high, sitting there with love points. You got me, Tyler Evans, and Claire coming in. That's a... They're still on top of the table after this next one. It it's, gets more and more impressive every time they play. But, hey, I don't doubt them. Those kids can throw. Um, throw Dark Magic. Perennial Power. Uh, faces. The names of faces might change. But the results stay the same. They will travel down to Top Shelf to play Bad Darks More Beer. JJ Hunger and them. Uh, no, no, Keon has not called me asking for a scouting report. Mm. Even though we played him last week, uh, Wayne has also not asked me for a scouting report from my whole team. I think they both know what they uh, what both teams can do. And then the Hounds Truth, <laughs> they will travel down to Darty SOBs this Tuesday. And play Robert and uh, them, and you know that Brian and Keith and Will and Robert and David are chomping at the bit to get to go again. Uh, it'll be a week and a day since they last played. You got to get that taste out of your mouth. And uh, Housetooth, I would not. I'm not envious of you having to play them in week two. Uh, they'll come it off a loss because they uh, that team. They you're gonna have to come correct in that one. They look for them to uh, look for them to bounce back. We do have the singles league going. I'm not going to go into all the standings and all that because some of the people haven't even played their week one game yet. But uh, <coughs> it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll say that. This is it's going to be very very. I mean, I'll give you this. How about this? Currently, right now, if you look at the West. JJ is sitting on top of the table. Now you've got uh, about four of the matches haven't been played. And then over in the East, Ryan, the rookie, the kid that didn't join three weeks to go in the season. And then the playoffs from, uh, from Yellowhammers, from Galette's, sitting on top of the table there. Hmm. When it gets down to the end, everybody goes, all right, it was week one. You know, it was week one, it's fine. When you get down to the end and we start talking about standings, remember that I brought this up and I talked about how <clears throat> those points that you drop early in the season, they they all add up the same, man. They all add up the same. All right, the trade deadline for MLB is tomorrow. It ends tomorrow. We all expect to see a lot of trades and stuff today, uh, here today and tonight. Um, my beloved Cubbies are shopping pretty much everybody, as we did last year. It's crap, it's trash, I hate it, but it's what we do. Um, Alright, let's just look at the standings real quick. Yankees still on top, even though they're 5-5 and five in the last 10. They're still 11 and a half games ahead of the Blue Jays. And then uh, you got the Rays, 14 and a half back. The Orioles, 17 and a half back. The Red Sox, 18 back. The Red Sox are now 51 and 52. But going into this past series this weekend, 
they were 50 and 50. They were, and I was like, okay. They were 25 and 25 at home, 25 and 25 on the road. I was like, that's crazy. But they're sitting down there in last place, 18 back. You got the AL Central. The Twins are sitting on top. They're only one game ahead of the Guardians. They're four and six in their last 10. Guardians are five and five in their last 10. The White Sox are two games back. They're six and four in their last 10. Tigers and Royals don't matter. They're out of it. But those three, I expect them to all be racing the rest of the season. The AL West, you got the Astros sitting up there on top. 12 games ahead of the Mariners. They're six and four in their last 10. Which is really not good. Uh, were they swept by the A's? I believe they were. Mm. But the Mariners, they got hot right before the break. Now they're four and six in their last ten. But they're sitting there 12 back. Then you got the Rangers that are 20 out. The Angels that are 23 and a half out. The A's that are 28 and a half out. By the way, jumping back over to the Yankees real quick. Aaron Judge is on 42 home runs. He's hit 42 bombs through 102 games. That, uh, when, if you're wondering about the pace of Barry Bonds through 102 games, yeah, he had hit 42 home runs. Yeah, he's dead tied. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but you got to pitch to him a little bit more because that's Giancarlo Stanton and that Yankees on a ball hitting right behind him. As opposed to Jeff Kent that Bonds have, but whatever. Mm. Jumping over to the National League, we'll start out out in the West, where the Dodgers are 7-3 in their last 10. They're 12 games ahead of the Padres. They're way better than most people uh, at baseball. The Padres, like I say, 12 back, 5-5 five five in their last 10. The Giants, 17-5, 3-7 in their last 10. Uh, Rockies 23 back. My goodness. And the Diamondbacks 23 back. Uh, the Diamondbacks are 6 and 4 in their last 10. But come on. Jumping over to the Comedy Central, this trash division. The Brewers are on top. They're 7 and 3 in their last 10. They're 3 games ahead of the Cardinals, who are 6 and 4 in their last 10. The Cubbies. Only 15 and a half back, sitting in third place. Seven and three in their last 10. Cost me an 18 parlay. I tweeted the parlay the other day as uh, the Cubbies beat the Giants. But uh, it cost me one. Oh, well. Um, the Reds the Reds are sitting there 16 and a half back. The Pirates, 17 back. And not looking good for the Pirates. But... Oh, then we go over to the East. Shane still says the Braves are the greatest team in the history of baseball. He said it about 800 times. He got really mad when I brought up Jim Blavitz the other day. So I wanted to make sure I brought up Jim Blavitz today. And that beautiful, beautiful home run he had in Game 3 of the World Series, of the 96 World Series. Uh, because I know Shane's not listening to the show anyway. He doesn't. He's not going to be a guest on here anymore until he's going to – I'm going to mention Shane. In every one of these shows. And until he comes up to me and goes, Hey man, you keep mentioning me on the show talking about how I don't listen and I'm not going to be a guest until uh, I bring it up. I'm just going to keep mentioning it. Until he finally listens to a show and then he can be a guest. 
and he'll come. He, he won't say they did football because he did so bad in football. But he'll show up next year before baseball. Man, I'll get to be on there. I mean, I get to pick. No, Shane, we know your picks. You're going to pick the Braves. We got it. You're a homer. You're a diehard homer. Mm. You're the one guy that loves Dansby Swanson more than anybody else. We get it. The Mets are on top of the division. Yeah, anybody but Atlanta. Uh, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They're three games ahead of Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta sitting there 6-4 and four in their last 10. Uh, the Phillies 6-4 and four in their last 10. Nine and a half out of first. The Marlins <laughs> have a team with uniforms and everything. Uh, 17 and a half out. And the Nationals barely have uniforms. 30 games out. 30 games out. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> let's take a look at these wild cards, alright? You want to take a look at those? I think the wild card would be worth looking at. Alright, I guess we can do it. Let's pull it up. Um, I gotta tell you, I think it's gonna be a battle all season. There's a lot of teams, a lot of competition to get in and everything. Um, I do think the American League is head and shoulders ahead of the National League. Mm. I think the Astros are the best team in baseball. Not on paper. Right now. Right now. I'm not saying they will be at the end. I'm saying right now. I think the Yankees are right there with them. The Dodgers are definitely up there. But then it goes back to the AL. The AL's teams are, are better right now. Um, let's take a look at that wild card. The wild card standings in the American League. Toronto sitting there on top of it. Uh, they're three games ahead of of Seattle, uh, who's in second in that wild card. Then you got Tampa. It's only a half game behind uh, Seattle. Then you got Cleveland, a game and a half. The White Sox, two and a half. Baltimore, only three back. The Red Sox, last place in their division, right? Three and a half out of the second wild card spot. Okay? Y'all see where we're at in that AL lease? Y'all see how strong that, that division is? Come on. Over to the National League. The National League. Atlanta is currently leading the wild card. It's terrible, but... If you watch any of the videos I show, like the check swing that should have been called a strike, they didn't, gave the guy a free pitch, next pitch he hits a home run. It's hard to get four strikes on batters, and when you're playing Atlanta, you're playing the umps every time, you're playing MLB, they're dirty, they cheat, they're trash. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, it happens. The, the videos don't, don't lie. Can't wait till we go to the robotic computer whatever umpires. And it's going to be harder for MLB to cheat for. Can't wait for that to happen. But they're uh, six and a half ahead of San Diego. San Diego's a game in second in that wild card. Only a game and a half ahead of Philadelphia. We're all hoping Philadelphia hawks them down. St. Louis, only a game back of uh, San Diego as well. Then you got San Francisco, four back in the second wild card. Miami at eight back. Colorado at nine and a half. Arizona nine and a half. Hey, the Cubbies are only thirteen and a half back. The second wild card. Why don't we even sell it? We're right there. Yeah, we're not right there. We're trash. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, so I wanted to take some time for this today. The Deshaun Watson uh, thing has come down. Six games. He got six games. That's it. It's going to be all over ESPN today. It's going to be all over everything today. Six games. For his sexual misconduct with, I don't even know how many women, 22, 24, that accused him, whatever. Six games. Now, let's remember that Calvin Ridley in Atlanta apparently bet $1,500 on FanDuel and he got a season-long suspension. What type of message is the NFL sending to young young people, young football players, to everybody, where they go, okay, you sexually assaulted 23, 24-year-old women, can't do that, sit down for six games. Oh, you gambled $1,500? Not betting on or against your team. You gambled, period. No, that's the season. Sit down. Think about that. That's the world we're living in. NFL, I'm disappointed in you. I thought Deshaun should have minimum had a year. Minimum. I thought they should have gone. We just did this to Calvin Ridley. It has to go bigger than that. It has to. They didn't. The NFL, you messed this up again. If I'm Calvin Ridley... I'm appealing and suing and everything else I can do. But that's just my opinion. And I disagree with uh, a lot of the things that, that you know commissioners in sports do, but come on. It's only six games. I know he sat out on last year. I know he did. Are they counting that? Are they going he already served a year? So it's a year plus six more. Is that what we're looking at? If so, they need to put that in there. They need to go, it was a year plus six games, but we're counting last year as that year. And they need to they need to openly state that and let, let people know that it was, you know, that's what they did. But that's not the way it's being phrased on any of the headlines that I've seen. So we'll see. It's very early in the morning for me. It's like, uh, it's now 11 a.m., but it was like 10.30 when I got here. I started getting texts this morning around 8.30 a.m. By the way, if you have my number, don't message me that early. <laughs> now, there are certain people. Mac, Mac can call me 24-7 because uh, that's my business partner, and there's times that we need to do things early in the morning, and and so he, he can always call. He yeah, you know, he's a he's got the bat line, he's got the free pass. As long as it's work related, he can call or text whenever. And he's good. The rest of you jabonis out there, nope. Nope. <laughs> it's, come on now, give me till noon. But the a uh, few calls and texts I did have today got me up early. So here I am. I'm looking forward to today. Here at Unique, uh, I, I get to train a new bartender today. And every time I do, uh, I just got to tell you about this a little bit. You know, sometimes I was like, all right, got to train a new one, you know, whatever. 
and because I've done this a million times, and ultimately it's not up to me. How good is this bartender going to be? How, how much are they going to know? How much are they, you know, can, can you coach them up? Can you teach them right? Blah, blah, blah. It's not up to me. It's up to them. Um, it is it is 100% up to them if they want to learn it. Can I teach them what they need to know to, to be good at this job? Yes, I, I feel like I can. I know I can. I know I can because I've had people that I've taught that ended up being very good bartenders. I've done it. But I've also had some that, that I was like, please do not tell people that you work for me. You know, don't put that on me. Uh, because they didn't want to learn it. They don't, you know, they they wanted the perks that go with the job without doing the work. And that's not, not how it goes. Uh, you, that doesn't happen. Mm. But it's also a huge responsibility for me to teach this person a skill, a trade, if you will, uh, to help them make money to be successful in their life. Oh, Coleman, come on. You're teaching college kids. They're going to go on and do something else, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's not like you know they have to know it. Maybe. Maybe they do. But I also have a lot of people that work for me that still work in this industry, that still do things in this industry, that, you know, have done very, very well. And... If you don't, if I don't give them my best effort and teach them the best that I can, then that that's just irresponsible. Um, yeah, and you know, there's certain bars that you know about and that you, know, you go to, and they never have good service. And you never get good bartenders or whatever. Well, if the, if anybody that works at one like that goes somewhere else and they try and do something on their own. It's because they're self-motivated and they have to teach it. Uh, they have to teach themselves. I feel like it's my job to make it easier for them and teach them everything from the jump. Teach them the little things. You know, one, I mean, yeah, you got to learn your pores and you got to learn the recipes and all that. But the little things. Hey, if, if it comes with fruit, it comes with a napkin. You know? In what order do we serve? We serve, let's say a girl and a guy will go to the bar together. You make the girls drink first, the guys drink second, the shots come third. Why do the shots come third? Your shots are quick. You can knock that out. Most people will not drink the shot until they have a chaser. So you make the drinks first, then the shots, okay? You make the woman's drink before the man's. That's just how it goes. Deal with it. The man, if the man's a gentleman, he doesn't mind being patient and wait on his drink while the girl gets hers. Alright? Mm. And if he has a problem with that, says anything about it, you point it out to the woman, and now he doesn't have a woman, you have a woman. Uh, and you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll Bennett Creamer. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. I was about to tell that story, and I'm not going to do it. Uh, we'll save that for the tell-all book. Uh, <laughs> Bennett owns a bar restaurant up in North Alabama, doing very well with it, and uh, he, he's great. 
But uh, yeah, we we he and I Snapchat a good bit, and uh, he's got some good stories. But uh, <laughs> I have some good stories about Bennett, I should say. But uh, anyway, I digress for the moment. I'm gonna just sit here and laugh to myself thinking about it. Um, getting, <laughs> getting back over to the sports world. Yes, yes, T-Mobile. I know I've got a bill coming due in a week. Thank you for the text message reminder about that. What are you doing? Why don't you even send me that crap? Sorry, I'm getting stuff just sent to me at random. Um, so I saw this meme the other day, and I wanted to bring this one up. Uh, because tomorrow, Russell Springer being on here, we're going to do the NFL and stuff. These are two of the funniest stat lines in NFL history I've ever seen. And NFL memes shared this. Uh, Jerome Bettis, the bus, back in uh, 2004, he had five carries that totaled one yard, three touchdowns. <laughs> he was .2 yards per carry. <laughs> he had three touchdowns. Randy Moss. Randy Moss, three catches, 163 yards, three touchdowns. <laughs> mm. Stupid. That's just stupid good. Uh, here's one from you. Uh, going into yesterday, the Red Sox have been outscored by 54 runs over their last five games. That's the worst run differential over a five-game span in NL or AL since 1901. How crazy is that one? That's just that's just stupid. Um, <laughs> yes, that one's not going out here. All right, uh, got a few. All right, how about this? Cecil Fielder and Prince Fielder. I love this one. They both finished their careers. That's father son. They finished with 319 home runs each. They also finished their career, though, with 97 two-out home runs, 49 fourth-inning home runs, 29 fifth-inning home runs, and 18 ninth-inning home runs. Both of them exactly the same in all those. I thought that was crazy. That was just, you know, insane. Um, I like this one here. Jumping back over to the NFL. Kirk Cousins is 10 and 40 versus winning teams. Kirk Cousins' defenses versus winning teams have allowed 30 points on average. All right? Versus winning teams, they've allowed right at 30 points a game. The defense he has. Aaron Rodgers. Is 11 and 39 when the opposing team scores 30 or more points. All right, 11 and 39. Kirk Cousins is 10 and 40 versus winning teams. Teams on a winning record, and on average, his defenses have given up 30 points a game. Everybody knows about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has a good defense. That's the point here. Because when they do it, he's not much better. He's not much better at all. So that's just something to. Whatever. Um, we're going to keep an eye on Verlander here in the second half of the season. Entering the All-Star break, if you didn't know this, he was the first pitcher in MLB history with 12-plus wins, a 
800 whip percentage, ERA under two, uh, OBP batting average, uh, the opponent's batting average under 200, the whip under 0.9, and a five uh, five plus K to walk ratio. He's only got to have all that entering the all-star break. And that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> there's a, there was some, there was some pretty good ones, uh, that I'm going to skip over here that I was going to talk about, but my time is just about up and I'll be back here tomorrow. So I'm going to wrap it up. MLB is in full effect. We have the MLB package here. T-Top Dart League. Obviously, we do a lot of darts here at Unique. Uh, every Sunday, the Blind Draw Dart Tournament had 21 players in it yesterday. Uh, you know, but we use three or four boards, so it goes pretty quick. Um, on Thursdays, we do the singles tournament. That's always a lot of fun. And then uh, every now and then, we'll throw some other stuff. Obviously, Tuesday night's league night. You've got singles league going on. I'm playing Sonya this week at Singles League. And uh, I owe her. If you don't remember last year, last week of the season, she uh, she beat me 4-3. to three. I always get her best shot. Uh, she always wants to win. And she's a good player. Can definitely hit the outs. Um, and so Thursday night, uh, I'm going to play her at 5 o'clock. And I, I know I'm going to have to come correct. Uh, obviously, I've got, you know, Teen League on Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, both of them this week should be a lot of fun. Anyway, that is my time. Y'all swing by and see me sometime. I'm here most of the time. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to text in advance and ask me, hey, are you working today? Hey, are you there? I'm the only one that has a key to the front door. I'm here a lot. Anyway, as always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. But when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coleman.